Hello and welcome to what I promise really is the final catch-up episode of Lulu's List. I'm Seuss, also known as Lulu Lawrence, and this is the second half of the podcast that I started last week. Um, I posted 20 fix during the year of 2021, and I talked about the first 11 of them in the previous episode. I'm going to go ahead and talk about the final nine in this one. And I'm going to go ahead and continue going through them chronologically. Um, so yeah, we'll be back to my regularly scheduled programming of talking about fix I have read with my next episode and we'll leave it there. You can find me on Tumblr and AO3 as Lulu Lawrence, on Twitter as LuluLawrence1D, and on copy at www.ko-fi.com slash LuluLawrence. Here we go. My next fic that I posted last year is called Under My Umbrella. It's about 5,000 words long. It is Girl Larry, um, Harry and Louie. The summary reads, it would really be a shame if you had to go out and ruin that gorgeous outfit. This won't help the shoes, but it could at least help protect your hair and dress. As Louie held the umbrella out to her, the woman didn't take it. She looked surprised, and Louie couldn't blame her. It was absolutely pouring. It's really okay to take it. My clothes can handle the rain. They've done it before, and they will again. No, no, the woman said. I couldn't take that when you need it yourself. Louis took another step closer and pressed the umbrella into the woman's hand. It'll be fine. I'm just headed home, and it's only about a five-minute walk. The woman's eyes filled with gratitude. Thank you. Louis struggled, and Louis shrugged before heading towards her flat. No problem. Have a good night. When Louis shares her favorite umbrella with a gorgeous woman on a dark and stormy night, she doesn't expect to see either of them again. She definitely didn't think that when she did, it would be on the cover of a gossip magazine. I was clearly into the famous non-famous here <laughs> last year. Um, so this was for the Dark and Stormy Fest. I had gotten, I had seen this prompt and I was like, oh my goodness, how much fun is this prompt of sharing an umbrella and then seeing it again on the cover of a magazine? Like how great. And then I was just like, okay, but imagine it as girl direction. And so that's where I took it. Um, it was just a lot of fun to kind of create this Louis character who is just trying to help this poor lady, not having a clue what was going on with her, and then all of a sudden <laughs> seeing her again on a magazine and being and realizing who she is and how famous she is, and oh, she's the one I gave that umbrella to, and I'm definitely never seeing the umbrella again, but then like kind of trying to bring it all back so that she does see them again and not just on the cover of a magazine. It was just a lot of fun to write that kind of soft fic and delve into that world. Woo! Wow. Delve into that world for a little bit. My goodness, that was loud. Okay. Um, the next fic that I wrote was my first of two fics for The Reverse Bang. It's called Faith in the Future, and it's about 52,000 words long, and it was written for the pairing of Louis and Harry. The summary reads, the mailbox was hanging wide open. Harry slowed to a stop beside it. He'd been at the beach house for months and hadn't used it because no one knew he was there. When he finally stepped in front of the mailbox to see what was inside, he was even more surprised. He'd expected a letter of some kind, but instead all he found was a torn piece of paper. If you beat me home, hang tight. I ran out of sound sandpaper, just running to John's to get some more. L. Harry stared at the note, turning it over to see if there were any other clues to find. It was the kind of note someone would leave because they were meeting someone here. Like they'd been at the beach house recently. 
Harry knew that wasn't true, though, because he'd been entirely alone the entire time he'd been here. Or the fic where Harry and Louis are both hurting for different reasons when a very special mailbox and maybe a touch of fate brings them together. While they might be everything the other needs, will they ever find a way to each other? Um, so for reverse bang, I really love the way that it works because the artists submit their art and prompts and the writers get to choose which one they write for. And when I was looking through, I wanted something that was kind of open-ended, but that like really kind of struck me and made my imagination go wild. I wanted, I kind of wanted a rare pair, but I wasn't sure that I was going to find many and there weren't really many rare pair prompts available there. And the this one just struck me so much that even though it was Louis and Harry, I was like, I, I want this one. I need to have this one. <laughs> the painting was just gorgeous. The drawing was gorgeous. It was Harry and Louis and I couldn't tell, like, were they looking through a mirror, through a window? I thought it was a window and they had their hands together and they were looking at each other and one was clearly inside and the other was outside with what looked almost like a kind of like beach behind them and some water but it was like a natural beach. And I was like, what is happening here? And I couldn't figure out what exactly was happening there for a while. But as I kind of brewed on it, I was just like, what if it was kind of like a lake house style fic, but instead of it being a lake house, it's a beach house. What if it's set down in like the South, maybe like one of the Carolinas, and it's just a smaller beach house that's just, you know, they're escaping there. And so I was like, okay, so we're gonna take it and we're gonna make it so that it's like a lake house AU, but not at the same time and fill it with lots of feelings. And just like, all, I just couldn't figure out what exactly it was that was going to bring both of them to the beach house. And it kind of developed as I was, you know, really mulling it over. And as I was getting to the point where I could write it, cause I was able to claim the prompt in like June or something, but I wasn't able to write it until August. And so I had quite a bit of time to just kind of sit with it and try to figure out where it was going to go and what was going to happen with it. And by the time that I wrote it, it was like the words just flowed. Um, it was exactly what the fic, like it just kept coming and it just happened. And it was, it was incredible. It was such a cool feeling to be able to write it like that and to be able to work with the artist. I was able to work with the glorious BB. Um, she's a moon sun time on tumblr and her art is just gorgeous and she was so supportive and wonderful through the entire thing and it was just so much fun to work with her and to be able to really collaborate on it and then she did more artwork for it in the end and it was just such a good time and it was so much fun and i i just really love that fic that was the fic that i was like okay i really loved my ted lasso au I really loved my ABO Fest fake, but like this one, this one is my baby for this year. <laughs> and it stayed that way for like a whole month. <laughs> um, the next fic that I wrote was called Ghostly Intervention. It was 666 words long and the pairing is once again Larry. This was written for the Trick or Treat Fest, um, which is why there's that exact word count. And the summary reads, Louis insists his dorm room is haunted. Harry doesn't really believe him, but if Louis comes to him every time the ghost comes, he's not going to complain either. Um, I had seen a prompt where this girl had like found her journals from college or something, and this guy that she had had a massive crush on, <laughs> but had thought that he was totally out of her league, 
was like constantly coming to her room to take his naps in her room because he kept claiming that his dorm room was haunted and she like thought nothing of it and she was looking back at it she's just like oh my gosh you know she's just like so y'all if you think that maybe he likes you just take take a jump he probably likes you and i was just like okay but like what if louis dorm room really was haunted but like nobody believes him and I was like, or maybe Harry just isn't sure that it's haunted because the way like Louis just won't give specifics and Harry's never seen anything. But at the same time, Harry really likes him. So he's not going to complain that much that Louis kind of freaked out and coming and needing cuddles and wants to curl up in bed with him. Like he's not going to complain, you know, and so I was just like, yeah, we'll just kind of take that little section of time and explore that a tiny bit. And so I did. And it was fun. I just <laughs> I don't know why I like taking these um these prompts that are supposed to be like scary and creepy and then like turning them really soft and ridiculous but there you go that was my um submission for this particular year <laughs> um followed by my second reverse bang fic this fic uh was called what i have with you i don't want with anyone else it's about seventy-three thousand words long and the pairing is harry and louis the summary reads louis smiled I'm sorry for how I ran away last night. Oh, it's totally fine. I'm sorry I did all that. I never asked you if it, you were okay with it, and I really should have. Louis didn't know how to respond to that. I mean, I wasn't really telling you no before that. How are you to know I'd be fine and then not? Well, if I had asked you first like I should have, then I would have known your boundaries. How can you know my boundaries when even I don't? Louis scoffed. Shit. Louis hadn't meant to say that much to Harry. It's not like he was embarrassed by who he was, but he still didn't really talk about it openly either. What do you mean? Harry asked. Louis shook his head and kept his eyes trained on Harry's chest. The shirt was old enough he could see the ghost of Harry's tattoos through it. It's a long and complicated story that is also very boring, so I don't think you actually want to know the answer. Or Louis is an asexual alpha, Harry is his aromantic alpha friend and possible roommate, and faking a relationship might be exactly what they need to get their families and friends off their backs. Okay, so for this one, Mia, so why let your voice be tamed on Tumblr? I hope I said your your URL right. Um, she had posted a really cool mood board and this really like it was a prompt that just I read it and I was like oh my gosh I need to read this fic um and I just kept reading it and reading it and reading it because I really wanted the the alpha alpha aspect I was like completely enthralled by that but I was also completely enthralled by the idea that it was ace and arrow alphas and I'm all for more representation of a spec in fic um, we need more of it. And so once again, I was like, be the change you want to see in the world. And I tried to be, I tried to put little bits of um, ace and arrow into my fix when I can. And um, just seeing something like that, I was just like, oh my gosh, I just, I really want to read that. And so I was like, I'm not going to claim it. But then I was just, I kept looking at it and I kept looking at it and I kept looking at it. And I just knew the claims are supposed to be anonymous, but I knew reading that I knew that it was Mia. <laughs> and I was just like, I, I want to claim it, but I wasn't sure if I could do justice to it. But at the same time, I wanted to try. 
but I also knew it was going to be a longer fic. Um, now, in my mind at the time, I thought longer would be like 30,000 words. And honestly, I wasn't sure that I was going to have time to claim a second reverse bang prompt anyway. And so I was already pushing it. But I just, I couldn't let this prompt go. And so I reached out to Mia and I was just like, what what are you thinking? I, I don't know if I can do justice to it. I was thinking maybe something like this, would that work or no? And she was like, well, I was really wanting something like this. And she just like went into more detail. And I, as soon as she was talking, I was just like, I have to have this. Just like I knew I had to have <laughs> the BBs, I had to have Mia's prompts. I was like, this, this is I feel like it's made for me to write this and I don't I still don't know that I can do justice to it but I want to at least try and so I went and I jumped on it and I claimed it as fast as I could in the second round of claims and when it came time to write it I was still I was still just totally lost as to where exactly it was going to go I knew the basic feel and I knew that I wanted them kind of trying to explore the situation as they were going where both of them were pretty solid in their identities and they were both struggling with their friends and families understanding that it wasn't just a phase and it wasn't just because they hadn't met the right person yet that it was truly like it's truly who they are and so they were kind of navigating that and trying to get like their friends and family off their backs but also trying to navigate the idea that maybe they really were falling for this other person maybe it was something that they could work out for real but also just not being sure, you know, like there's just so much, ugh. there's just so much already that you're unsure of with yourself. I feel like when you are on the ACE or arrow spectrum, like there's so much that you're constantly questioning and constantly trying to reevaluate and trying to figure out like, is this still where I am? Is that not where I am? Has this changed? Did I only think that because I wasn't fully informed and I now have a better idea of how things are and now I know that I'm actually like this, which is still kind of the same thing, but not, you know, like there's just so much um, kind of internal review going on almost constantly just with the identity and then you put in another person and it just changes everything and Mia and I both felt so strongly about really trying to do the very best that I could to capture that in this fic and so I just I did the best that I could to do that but I also didn't want to neglect the side characters and I wanted to still give them kind of their time in the sun and their time to shine because I really loved I loved the Shile in this fic so much. Like, I have so many thoughts still about <laughs> Sean particularly and just how Niall is just absolutely adoring him. And then there's, of course, the Zeum. And it's just, ugh, I just love so much about this fic and these characters. And they are my, they're my A-spec alpha babies. And just like I kept thinking, oh, this one's my fic baby this year. This one's my fic baby. Like, no, this one I think will probably always be my fic baby because there's just so much of me that is in it and it's not so much of me as in like there was a lot of me in that abo fest fic last year um just kind of talking about louis experiences with like his own trauma and trying to get through ptsd and all of those mental difficulties like there was a lot of myself that I tried to put into him even though his story was completely different from mine and I thought that that was a lot of vulnerability <laughs> and then I wrote this fic and this was 
like nothing I don't think nothing else can compare to the vulnerability that I felt with writing this fic and it felt like a lot to put it out there but it also felt like a huge weight had been lifted from my shoulders to be able to tell this story um it was like something it, it was like I was meant to write it and I didn't even know it until I was writing it and so anyway it was just I don't know that anything else will quite um reach the experience of writing this particular fic but it's it was just a really incredible time so I hope that that really comes through in the words that I wrote for that the next fic that I wrote was called My Kind of Rain. It's about 30,000 words long, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. Um, this was written for the Country Fest. And the summary reads, Louis Tomlinson is a household name after hitting number one on the country music charts with four songs over the last three years. It's time for his third headlining tour, his biggest yet, while he finishes up his third highly anticipated album. Personally, though, the last year or two have been rough. He's dealing with the loss of his mother and the fact his long-term partner had cheated on him before breaking off their engagement. Despite it all, the stage has always been an escape for him, and he's ready to be performing again. Harry Styles is Louis' opening act this tour, and he seems nice enough. His fiance leaves something to be desired, but overall, Louis can't complain. Or the Tim McGraw Faith Hill AU, where Louis is Tim, Harry is Faith, and just when Louis thinks he's going to get some rest, his entire world turns upside down thanks to the man with curly hair and the voice that seems to sing right into Louis's heart. Um, I've always loved Tim and Faith. Uh, when I first fell into country music back in like 1996, I think it was, uh, I just like, that was when Tim was really get, like he was starting to hit the heights of his fame, and I loved his music and so he was one of like my favorite artists in country music and when I learned more about the story of him and Faith and just kind of their whirlwind romance and how perfect and storybook like it was it almost seemed too good to be real but as the years went on I was like okay it's like <laughs> it's legit this is amazing <clears throat> so as I like thought about making an AU for Harry and Louie. It seemed like the perfect fit really because I feel like Tim and Faith are kind of the uh, country whirlwind romance version of Harry and Louie and so I was like that would be so great and I think I even yelled about it a little bit in excitement when I first thought of it a few years ago on Tumblr and I know that I talked about it in a few group chats because that year a group of people wrote Tim and Faith song AUs for me for my birthday and it was wonderful but I couldn't get rid of the idea of writing Harry and Louie as actually Tim and Faith. And so when Evie made the Country Fest, I was like, this is it. It's my chance. I'm going to write it. And I had so much fun because it really was like, I was kind of afraid that it was too easy and too smooth for them. Like <laughs> maybe it was too fluffy of a fic, but I mean, it wasn't like it was completely easy. Harry goes into it with a fiance and there is no cheating, by the way. There is not any cheating in any of my fics. Um, and so they, they had to work through that before figuring out how to navigate their relationship. But like they go from like really getting to know each other on tour to like being married and having a baby in a very short amount of time. And I just really love it. So um, I had a lot of fun with that one. And it's one of those that it feels 
soft, it feels safe, it feels fluffy and fun, and I hope that it kind of comes off that way too because that's what I was trying for. <laughs> the next week that I wrote was called We're Written in the Cards. It's about 3,000 words long and the pairing is Lewis and Nile. This was written for the Soulmates Abroad, yes, Soulmates Abroad Fest. The summary reads, once Lewis was sure that he was open to what the cards had to tell him and ready to receive their guidance, he shuffled the cards a bit before drawing one. The lovers. Oh, sure, Lewis scoffed. He was feeling positive and upbeat and like he truly was ready to get some guidance or insight on his life, and here the cards returned those energies by mocking him with the lovers. Rolling his eyes, Lewis went ahead and returned the card to the deck. After all, the lovers implied he already had a romantic partner, and that couldn't be further from the truth. Or the one where Lewis owns a shop in Savannah, Georgia, where he makes most of his money off of tourists and those looking for a bit of spiritual experience after a, guide, a ghost tour. He thought the cards were mocking him, but when a beautiful Irishman comes in, he just might find the cards were right after all. Um, so I love Savannah, Georgia. I've only ever been there once, but I think it's a beautiful city and there's just a lot to be explored there and a lot of fun to be had. And so when I saw that one of the options for Soulmates Abroad is a ghost tour, I was like, yes, we're taking that and we can put it in Savannah, Georgia, which was also one of the location prompts. And so I was like, well, excellent. We're doing this, a ghost tour in Savannah. And then I really liked the idea of somebody like reading tarot cards and realizing that all of these signs pointing to a soulmate was about their soulmate, even though the reading was for the person <laughs> in front of them. Um, and I don't know a lot about tarot cards. Um, I know some kind of basics, I guess, but I, know, I don't know enough to be able to do this. So I was lucky to have several friends to go to and be like, okay, if we were trying to figure this out, what would like, point you to this and so a few of them were like yes if I drew this and if I read this that is absolutely what I would believe it to be and it feels fairly like there's no questions asked basically and I was like okay awesome thanks and then I had so much fun <laughs> writing Lewis. Lewis and Niall as a pairing is just a really fun one I think and I really like their kind of I don't know like the, the bouncy playfulness I guess while Lewis is just completely unashamed and I don't even know how to describe Lewis Capaldi. I mean, he's just Lewis Capaldi. So I tried to really soak in that essence in this fic and it was really fun to write it from his point of view. And it was really fun to have to have a Scottish pick for it to make sure that I wasn't doing anything completely not Scottish. Cause honestly, I, the most I know about Scottish people and their way of speaking and everything outside of like you know, Lewis, I guess, is like a few random TV shows <laughs> that I used to watch religiously on Netflix. Um, and so I, that's not a lot to go off of. <laughs> and it was just, it was so much fun. Um, I really, I really had a really fun time writing that and just kind of exploring their dynamic and having a good time kind of creating that little possible world. Um, the next book that I wrote was called Hope I Start Talking Crazy Before You Misunder- Oh, Before You Understand Me. Um, that is about 21,000 words long, and the pairing was Zane, Liam, and Louie. This was actually written for the Zooey Fest, 
and yeah, I'll talk more about that later. Uh, the summary reads, how is not being able to sleep well embarrassing? Zane asked. It's not like it's something you can control. Either you sleep well or you don't. If you don't, we figure out an underlying reason and do what we can to help you take care of it, yeah? It's because my bed doesn't smell like you anymore, all right? Louis fell back into the couch and covered his face. Fuck, sorry, I just, fuck. And then he stood up and walked away. All Zane could do was sit there and watch him go. He wanted to ask him to stop. Maybe get up and follow Louis down the hall to his room and get him to listen to Zane. He wanted to tell him it was okay, and it shouldn't be anything he's embarrassed about, that it was only natural. But he couldn't, because he was still hearing Louis's voice in his head saying it over and over again. My bed doesn't smell like you anymore. Um, I have always been intrigued by the idea of Zuium, and I have read a couple of fics, I guess, I think in the past year, that were Zooium and I loved them. And so when I saw this prompt for Zooie Fest, I was just like, yes, yes, please. The whole idea for the prompt was that um, Alpha Pair, Zane and Liam were next door to an Omega Louie who just moved in. And like Omega Louie, I think had just broken up with the partner or something along those lines. And so like Zane and Liam ha were like trying to help take care of him and help him get on his feet, I guess, now that he was like separated and everything and that they just kind of fall into each other, I guess. And what's funny is that when I read and claimed the prompt, I was, I had it in my head that they were like specifically requesting that the fic be ABO and that it was alpha pair, Zane and Liam and then Omega Louie but when I went back to read it I realized that that's not what it was at all that like it was just written as a regular prompt and then at the end it was like um it can be made ABO or something along those lines or maybe it was like that they preferred it not be ABO <laughs> and I didn't realize this until I had already like had all of this headcanon built up in like within me and I was just like oh no they don't want it to be ABO and I was just like man okay well let's see if I can like rework this and then I was talking about it in a group chat and I found out by chance that once again this was a prompt from Mia and so basically 2021 was like the year of Mia she gave me all sorts of prompts and I like ran away with them like crazy and so when I was talking to her about it I was just like I just wrote you an ABO like is it okay if I make this ABO too and she was like yes that's fine I was like okay and so I felt better about it and I was able to keep all of my fun headcanons I'd come up with but I just I had so much fun trying to figure out ways in which like Zane and Liam were starting this all innocently, like that they thought that the draw between all of them was just purely platonic, um, that maybe there was some sort of, <laughs> I, I had so much fun doing the misunderstanding with Lilo because like I wanted to make it kind of true to their real story and make it so that like they didn't get along at first, even though like they come to be super incredibly close later. and. Um, and so I had a lot of fun trying to figure out how exactly to work the dynamic so that like the Zooey best friends was there while there's also the pseudo Lilo, uh, you know, enemies, I guess. And then like have it all somehow come together and work, just work out. And I just had a lot of fun working in like the idea of true mates and going with the dynamic of how do alphas take care of omegas? How do omegas take care of alphas? Like how would this dynamic work with the two alphas? Like what would their um, 
not so much specialties, but like, I guess, what would their um, strengths be in that case? And like, why would Louis need it or want it and everything? And it was just a lot of fun to kind of delve into like all of their motivations, I guess, and kind of let it all play out. And it's just one of those that I felt like I had a really good connection with these characters, even though so little of what I imagined ended up on the page. So hopefully, like, when you're reading it, you can feel that they, they feel like full characters. Because when I think about them, even still, I'm a bit removed now. But, like, I still look back and they still feel like people <laughs> to me instead of just, like, kind of flat characters, I guess. So I hope that that comes across and that you can kind of feel that when you read it as well. Um, I'm almost done, guys, I promise. <laughs> the next book that I wrote was called Here We Come a Wasselin. It's uh, 8,000 words long, and the pairing is Harry and Louis. This was my, this was a fic that I wrote for a Secret Santa exchange. And, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so the summary reads, the year Louis was in the eighth grade, his mom decided to gather the families of their closest friends to go caroling. Every family would submit two names they wanted to carol to, and the entire group would drive around town like a mass Christmas caroling parade of cars before stopping at a house, singing, and moving on. Louis wasn't excited for this. It was cold, they would be outside in said cold, and he only wanted to stay warm and comfortable in the house. At least his best friend Gemma and her family are a part of the caroling crew. As the tradition develops, so does Louis's schoolboy crush on Gemma's younger brother, Harry. But that's all it is, a silly schoolboy crush. Until they grow up, of course. And then it's something else. Um, so once again, this kind of comes down to Mia. Even though Mia didn't really have anything to do with the exchange this time. <laughs> so um, there's a little group of us that we try to do little secret Santa fix every year. And um, we have a lot of fun doing it, but like this time we put a little bit more effort into trying to have it be anonymous just to, s it was almost like a test for us. We wanted to see if we could like uh, figure out who everybody was, like who, if we could figure it out really quickly. Cause we were talking about how we feel like we know each other's writing styles and like certain, I don't know, aspects, I guess, of our writing well enough that we would probably be able to do it. And so we were like, let's see if we can, but also let's give each other gifts with writing. And instead of coming up with prompts this year, because usually we have like prompts to choose from or everybody gets assigned a prompt or like, you know, you you request the fic that you would like written for you or something along those lines. And we just didn't have anything. It was a complete free for all. And I don't, sometimes I do well with that, but I, I was writing this for Jenna and I always have a really hard time figuring out what to write for Jenna. <laughs> and after like just trying and failing a few different times with a few different fics, I was like, you know what? I am running out of time and I need to get this written. So I am just going to write something that I don't even know if she'll like. And it'll just be once more self-indulgent, which feels incredibly selfish. Uh, it still kind of feels selfish. I'm so sorry, Jenna. But I was like, I know I can get it written at least, so she'll get a gift and that's, that's good. And so <laughs> I was talking to Mia about my own family's tradition of going caroling and she was like, oh my gosh, how much fun would this be as a fic? And I was just like, what? And she's like, please write it as a fic. She's, Through the years they go caroling, they weren't even interested in each other, but you know, like it all comes together in the end. And I was like, that is such a cute, fluff-tastic fic. And then when the time came to try to figure something out for Jenna, I was like, that's what, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be this cute fluff, fluff-tastic fic about childhood friends to lovers. 
And so that's what I did. I just basically wrote a fic where it all revolved around going caroling every year through the years. Um, it doesn't hit every year. There are like jumps in time. And it does start out like with Louis in eighth grade and then kind of just throughout high school and college and things. And how like his relationship with Harry develops and changes and how the caroling itself doesn't really change, even though the people who were there might change and the people that they go caroling to might change. Like there's still some things that are the same every year and it, it started as something that they didn't like and then it became something that was like really important to their families. And um, I just really had a fun time being able to kind of immortalize, I suppose, my family's traditions of doing that. and. Um, kind of be able to work it in a way that Little Fick Harry and Little Fick Louie were able to come together with. So hopefully that was something that Jenna enjoyed and others as well. <laughs> and my last fic that I posted last year, it was my advent fic for the year. It's called On Christmas Day in the Morning. It's about 27,000 words long and the pairing again was Harry and Louie. The summary reads, Louis was on his way to get his weekly fancy coffee and pastries for breakfast when he once again came upon the piano. It was finally a day off, and Louis was not going to chance missing the piano again, not when luck would have him passing it three times in less than two weeks. He was clearly meant to have the piano. Louis sat himself down on a bench and immediately sputtered a laugh. The largest sign yet, it was a ripped piece of cardboard, and on it, in all caps, were the words, HAUNTED PIANO, FREE. How exactly do they know the piano is haunted? Louis asked with a chuckle. Or an advent fic following Louis and his adventures with the free piano and the ghost that comes with it. Um, I don't even remember what prompted this one. I don't remember if it was like a Tumblr post or a TikTok or what, but there was something about a haunted piano that was like on the street and um, it was thrown into a group chat and I was like, that would be so funny and so hilarious. And like, I was just, I kind of threw out there like, imagine this happening. And what if Harry was the ghost? And we're like, what if he was really bad at the piano? Which is what honestly spurred a lot of the, um, like Harry messing up and constantly messing up and trying the same things over and over again. And like Louis being driven absolutely mad with his practicing because he just plays the same few measures over and over again and he cannot get it right and it drives him nuts and so I was like that is hysterical and so of course I was like let's do it I am going to write a crack fic for my advent fic since I wasn't able to write my original plan because I didn't have the time and I knew this one would be a lot faster and I was like can I actually drag it out for 25 days I don't know and so I was like well let's brainstorm and see if we can and I figured out a way to do it and it was so much fun and of course I ended up taking this fic that was supposed to be this total crack fic ridiculous absolute hysteric like this insane fic about a ghost attached to a fucking piano who can't like play more than six measures and can't do it without a mistake um just driving Louie absolutely up a wall and I I made it so soft and filled with feelings because apparently that's what I needed so hopefully others needed it too and hopefully it helped soothe you as you read it <laughs> because that's kind of what it ended up doing for me um it was just a fun sweet little fic and it, yeah it wasn't the one that I had originally planned but I had a good time with it and I had a fun time kind of writing about that one particular song that ended up being stuck in my head for the entirety of December and a good portion of November as well. So anyway, that 
wraps up my fix for 2021. And that was, I thought it was going to be much shorter. I'm sorry that I ended up going on and on, but I just really loved these fix. I feel very close to them. <laughs> and I hope that they were enjoyable and they were able to speak to somebody on some level as well. So thank you for joining me and letting me blather on about my own stories that I posted last year. And I will be back again, hopefully on the 28th this time. We'll see if I can manage um, with my regularly scheduled podcast about the fix that I have read in the month of February. So have a good month and I will see you on the 28th.